there, Melissa here with the Biswell Podcast. Welcome to another episode, and we are on the road today. Biswell is on the way to the Central Coast wineries and vineyards. You're in for a treat. California's Central Coast is a dream destination for wine lovers with more than a dozen American viticultural areas or AVAs producing some of California's most popular wines. And this place is gorgeous and it's not as busy as Napa Valley. So if you're wondering where is the Central Coast, Well, it will start all the way down in the Ventura, Santa Barbara area, also in Solvang, and it goes all the way up to the San Luis Obispo area, and that's where we are today. We are in the San Luis Obispo area, which is home to more than 14 major AVAs, Paso Robles, Edna Valley, Arroyo Grande, and York Mountain. Hundreds of wineries, many with a focus on whites and classic Bordeaux. We gotta love a Bordeaux. So today we're taking you to a few vineyards having lunch and telling you all about this wonderful place of the Central Coast. So as we drive up from San Diego, we see some historic ranch lands, romantic coasts, country roads. It's just amazing. It's that kind of place you want to stay a while kind of town and tons of grapes. You see tons of vineyards and vines and what makes the Central Coast an outstanding wine country destination. Unfortunately, we're here for a short time because we're on our way back up north where we'll tune in for another episode and you'll hear more about what's coming up north for us. But today we're talking Central Coast. Vintners have transformed the Central Coast into one of the state's most premier wine growing regions with hundreds of wineries to visit. It's always just a challenge which ones to pick. And if we only have two or three to be able to see in a day, we always try something new. I personally love the very small boutique wineries. I don't care for the big places where the buses show up and massive amounts of people are tasting. I prefer just this boutique, small, rural feeling. And there's so many of those places in the Central Coast. Central Coast is cowboy friendly. Paso Robles has well over 200 wineries and 26,000 acres of vineyard. Their world charm mix mixes it up with contemporary wine country cuisine, not to mention some of the state's best Rome-style vintages. Near the college-friendly town of San Luis Obispo, sipping wine and taking pictures on elegant grounds is a heaven on earth for me, and what a treat. So prior to our road trip, I did some research, looked for boutique wineries, and I went through the list, and for those that I had not visited in the past, I made notes, I reached out to see if we could get some reservations. It's during the week, so it's an absolutely perfect time to visit the wine country. It's very mellow, there's not a lot of people, and again, looking for those quaint and cozy places that are off the beaten trail. We have our little dog, Lou, and so we wanna also make sure they're dog friendly, which most of them. So although it's a weekday, we do make a reservation with COVID. You have to have a reservations. Uh, we've got, everything is spread out and very social distancing uh, acceptable. Um, and we make three reservations. We're hoping to get to all of them today, one of which will include lunch. So we're really excited. So our first stop today is at the J. Ducey Winery. Oh my goodness, this is a family-owned, beautiful tasting room and vineyard, unlike so many there, but so unique. So as you drive down the gravel road to the tasting room, you see vineyards on both sides and this beautiful farm-like tasting room with patio outside with lots of umbrellas because it is September, but it's very warm, especially for the Central Coast. And it's just breathtaking as you drive in. I'm, I've got the jitters, I'm so excited. Jay Ducey is known for their old vine, Zinvendel, which I love Zinvendel. It's a little peppery and spicy, I just love it, and I'm so excited. They pour things here on site that are not sold elsewhere, so it's a 
real treat. So we started tasting with a 2019 rosé, which I believe is sold out. It's just a beautiful, beautiful rosé color, super light and crisp, just what we need on this really, really hot day. We are sipping and enjoying our little dog, Louie's getting so much attention because he's such a cutie. Uh, we are a little warm today. We are appreciating this view of the gorgeous vineyard, dreaming and talking and sipping. What a great day. We hear from our friendly person who's pouring today a little bit about the Ducey Vineyard and it began in 1920 uh, with the couple, um, I believe it was Sylvester and Catherine, they came over from Italy, so shout out to my Italians, and they settled in Paso Robles. And then at that time the vineyard introduced some of the first cinnamon to California coast, which were not there prior to the 1900s, and they were really hardworking families. They had three sons and eventually bought an additional property on the west side, Highway of 101. I love hearing the stories. I love hearing how winemakers get started in family ventures. So they've got about 100 acres, and it just, your eye goes on forever. And at this time of the year, everything's green. Most everything has been picked. There are still some left that they're going to be picking very shortly. They do a lot of the picking in the early morning hours, just as the sun is coming up. So we go on to hear that there's three generations after Janelle Ducey's great-grandparents first planted the land to Zinvendel, and she's continuing this legacy. So Ducey Vineyard, I would highly recommend you've got to check it out. So as we wrap up our visit, we are now on our way to Dos Robles Winery and Vineyard. It's a tasting room just a half mile off Highway 101 on the Route 46 West, and it's quaint. You're going to love this place. It's open daily, and it's, again, your more boutique or mom and pop, as I call them. It's not the big commercial place where you're going to find buses of people getting out. This is off the beaten path. It's sweet. It's beautiful. The very first past Robles West Side winery on 101. An exclusive Paso Robles Westside boutique winery featuring award-winning wines for decades. It has a small gift shop along with charming owners and the staff. Just what we love. We love to come in and meet the husband and wife team and experience some of their best wines and talk to them and get a real feel for this winery. So I love the backstory behind wineries. They're sometimes the most fun part of next to drinking the wine itself is just hearing how people got started. So Jim Jacobson back in 1994 was farming. He was actually farming raisins and table grapes in the San Joaquin Valley with his father and his grandfather. And one night, a high-speed railroad train crashed just a few ways from their vineyard with 70,000 bottles of wine on board. Some locals, including Jim, joined up to help the cleanup and the crew, and they scored some wine to take home. This is where the journey started for grape growing and winemaking for Jim and his wife. So if you're wondering what Dos Robles means in Spanish, it's actually 12 oaks. And he has 12 majestic oaks on his property and they're gorgeous. We sat on a deck that overlooked this vineyard as well as this huge, huge oak tree that was just stunning. They make uh, Zinmandel, Merlot, Syrah, and Cab on their premises and they are not to be missed. The one thing I love about Paso Robles is that it's just more laid back. First and foremost, it's just so relaxing, peaceful. It's not a bunch of hype. So one of the things here at Dos Robles that they do is a hayride. We didn't take one, but that's on our list at some point. And I love that you get to go through the vineyard on a hayride with your glass of wine, hear from the winemaker, check out the beautiful vines 
and such a treat. So if you do stop by, make sure you can do it at a time where you can reserve the opportunity for a hayride. We didn't make our reservation in advance, but the hayride does include full wine tasting flight, an additional glass of wine, and a picnic pack. So what more? How fun would that be? And just something different from some of the other wineries. All right, so we've tasted at two. We've had a wonderful morning afternoon off of Highway 46, which is off of the 101 in Paso Robles, hitting Dos Robles Winery and Vineyard along with J. Ducey. And if you're wondering how that's spelled, it's just J like John and then Ducey, D-U-S-I. Those wines and winery tasting. And now we're hopping back on to Highway 46 and going to a wonderful spot for lunch. We're so excited. And we're going to tell you all about the Niner Wine Estates. We've chosen Niner Wine Estates for a couple reasons. Uh, One, that they have a restaurant and they have phenomenal reviews for their inspired lunch menus. Many places sell wine or cheese with the wine and or crackers and snacks, but we want a full lunch. We've done small tastings at the past two places and now we have an appetite. So driving up to Niner Wine Estates, it's stunning. There's a hill with all vines and in the middle of this hill, there is a section of trees that are carved out in the shape of a heart. So when standing far away, you see this heart of trees. It's just spectacular. And the wine, the winery itself is all brick and rock with wood and they have a beautiful garden there. It's just something you absolutely have to see. So one of the things I love about Niner is they're family owned and estate grown. So all of the the wine, uh, the grapes are grown there on site, 100% estate grown, and they're all farmed there as well. They're considered a small winery. They currently farm a total of 240 acres uh, across three different vineyards in Paso Robles and the Valley, and they make all the red wine uh, there at the Heart Hill Vineyard. Again, as I mentioned, that uh, tree area that's like a heart, they call it the Heart Hill Vineyard. They are known for their Cab, Pinot, and Chardonnay. And today we're just going with the Cab and Pinot flight. So another wonderful story, as you visit some of these wineries, either here in Paso or Napa or Southern California, I love the stories behind the vineyards. So the Niner Vineyard was uh, first established by Richard Niner, and he came, uh, he was a farmer in West Virginia and made his way out west. He had been building small businesses across a variety of industries, so he had a lot of experience and started his first vineyard in 2001. Fast forward, the winery became a family business, and in 2013, he retired, and their son Andy took over the day-to-day management. So as we walk in, you they have, for COVID-19, they have a hostess outside front who are checking people in, and you're able to wander around before you're able to go inside. When you walk in, it's these magnificent windows and doors that face the beautiful vineyard, and they take you to a table in the shade where you are six feet or more apart from everyone else and this is where the adventure starts. The food looks absolutely amazing and it was so difficult to determine what we were going to eat. They had like grilled mushrooms with chestnuts over rice, seared scallops with butternut squash. Oh my goodness, like it was all mouth-watering just looking at it. We ended up with the burrata. We are huge fans of burrata and absolutely loved it. It came with roasted beets and pomegranate and basil. It was Amazing, my mouth is watering right now just 
thinking about it. That was a starter and they actually also recommend the different wine flights to choose from and I just can't even tell you how much I'm in heaven right now looking out over this beautiful vineyard. It's warm, it's definitely warm but the breeze feels super nice. It's relaxing. We have our little pup Louis with us. They bring out water for him. It is just an incredible day. We pair this magical food with a 2018 Pinot Noir. We also have a 2016 Super Paso. Oh my goodness, just like Rudy and Earthy was incredible, and then their Cabernet. And I think he also gave us a extra tasting of a Malbec. It was just a charming, charming day with amazing food and wine. When we were done with lunch, we toured the grounds. They have a gorgeous garden where they're picking fresh ingredients right out of the garden to make lunches and, and snacks with. This Niner Wine Estates is one you don't want to miss on your next visit. We ended up purchasing some of the 2017 Fog Catcher, which we can't wait to enjoy when we get home. So we've had a beautiful day in Central Coast, Paso Robles, California, wine tasting, and now we're off to our little bed and breakfast inn where we will watch the debates and wrap up for our drive to Northern California in the next day. Thank you for tuning in and hearing and listening all about our day in wine country Central Coast. Please share with friends. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to this Bizwell podcast.